Hello and welcome to another episode of Bat Books for Beginners. I'm your host, John, and this week we're taking a look at Batman Aftershock. Now, this is a massive comic book series that followed on from Batman Cataclysm, which is something that we reviewed two weeks ago. It's a multiple group of issues spanning about 11 comics or so. It's never been collected in trade paperback form and can only be bought as single issues, but you can pick up most of them for around three or four pounds. Now, because it's separate issues and because we want to cover everything in a little bit more depth, we're going to be breaking it down into sections. We're going to be doing Batman 555 to 559. And then next week we'll be covering Detective Comics, the week after that, The Shadow of the Bat issues. But I will tell you which ones you need to purchase beforehand so you can get them to read them along. This was written by Doug Monash and it features different artists for each week. And they are John Beatty, Norm Brayfogle, Vince Garino, Jim Apro and Bob Hall. So... Let's find out whether it's going to be any good or whether I will be experiencing a bad taste in my mouth as we delve into Batman Aftershock. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. We open with Batman and Robin trying to clear the Batcave. They succeed and then head out to rescue some commuters trapped in the subway. We then cut to Ratcatcher, who rescues a group of rats, promising them food. However, Batman sets off an explosion which echoes down the subway system, alerting the Ratcatcher of their presence, and he sets off to find them. Batman and Robin find the trapped commuters, but as they lead them to safety, the Ratcatcher appears. The Ratcatcher monologues about humans being evil, and Robin sneaks round the back, but before Tim can strike, Ratcatcher summons his rats, who all pile onto the subway car. Yet, the subway car can't take the weight, and it collapses, falling through the floor and sending the rats plummeting to their death. At that moment, Robin strikes and takes out the Ratcatcher, who leads them out the way he managed to come in after some persuasion by Batman. Issue 556 opens with Tim and Bruce cleaning out Wayne Manor's dining hall. They discuss how it has affected them, and Bruce especially. But before Tim and Bruce can get any deeper, they're interrupted by Dick and Alfred who suggests that to repair the cave and Wayne Manor, they should strip out the cave and just let the workmen in. Bruce agrees it is a good idea, but says for now they have to have work to do. So he suits up and heads out to rescue some people in a bank vault. However, these aren't ordinary people, but criminals working for Fast Frankie. They try and jump Batman and try to escape. The gang, of course, fail and are arrested once they escape from the bank vault. We then cut to a meeting in Wayne Towers held late at night. The board confirm that there will be no more aftershocks as the fault line has settled down, but also point out that with the amount of money back, uh, Bruce is spending, the company is taking a massive loss. Bruce tells them that he doesn't want to stop and isn't fussed, and then leaves. Bruce, as Batman, heads out to help. He saves a man who refuses to leave from a collapsing home. And the issue ends with Bruce talking to Vesper about how the city is and how people are pulling together. 
We then open in 557 to a villain called Ballistic, who is hired by a group of shadowy people to retrieve a locked valet containing important evidence. However, Ballistic tells them that he is a good guy and will not do anything to harm people. We then move to Gotham and a lone guardsman who is lost. However, a gang hired to take down Ballistic by the group who hired him start taking shots at the trooper, mistaking him for Ballistic. This naturally attracts Batman, who rescues the trooper and starts to take the gang down. He's aided in this by Ballistic, who turns up halfway through. They exchange pleasantries until they are attacked again by more of the gang, who are once more easily dispatched. Ballistic and Batman finally enter the building containing the evidence, which in transpires was in fact heroin. But instead of taking the case back to the gang, Ballistic destroys it. 558 begins with Batman hugging Alfred, telling them that he can't handle death, and that Bruce says he's going to out to look for hope. We then cut to Jim Gordon and Sarah Essen on top of the Gotham Central Police Department, talking about how a number of people are leaving, and that Jim thinks he's failed them. It moves next to Vesper Fairchild, talking about the falling apart of Gotham. Rat plagues, packs of wild dogs, disease, fires raging out of control, no water, schools or housing. But praises the cops who are doing a great job, she says. The comic then jumps to Batman who returns to his parents' grave. However, he comes across two people robbing graves. Batman takes them out easily and he leaves to meet Vesper. While meeting Vesper, he breaks down and asks for hope and she offers hers free of charge. And the comic finishes with Batman and Jim Gordon talking on the roof of the Gotham Central Police Department, discussing why people are leaving Gotham and how powerless they both feel. The final issue, 559, opens with Batman and Robin swinging through Gotham. They arrive on top of the Gotham Central Police Department and watch the hundreds of people leaving Gotham. Jim tells them that there's a siege at Massey Hospital. Whilst Bullock and Montoya Montoya arrive to hold the gang off, they struggle to do so and eventually are forced inside. Batman and Robin arrive and scare off one group, but they are not the only ones. And slowly but surely, Batman and Robin work their way through the gang members. Meanwhile, inside, Bullock and Montoya talk to the doctor and nurses about how they are coping with everything going on. As this is happening, the remaining gang members find a truck to use and smash it into the hospital. Batman and Robin arrive, taking down the gang, whilst Detective Bullock goes to help a nurse being held hostage. And the issue ends with a bridge out of Gotham collapsing, killing a number of people. I think there are some very good points. There's some great art from John Beattie, Norm Bray, Vogel and Jim Aparo, and they really convey a dark, deep scary Gotham, one that's been wrecked and damaged, and it looks very exciting, and it looks very interesting. And that artwork is particularly good. However, there are numerous bad points to this that I can't really get past. Doug Monarch can't write Batman at all. It's not a Frank Miller, I'm the goddamn Batman kind of writing, but it's nearly as bad. There are just periods that are really inconsistent with his character. I get that he's trying to add emotion and make Batman a deeper character, but it just fails on an ultimate level. For example, with Batman and Alfred in Batman 558 does make sense in a way, but then we've seen mass 
kind of deaths and destructions before. Batman has to deal with this on a daily basis. Saying he doesn't cope well with death is like a paramedic saying they can't stand the sight of blood. It's really stupid, and it makes no sense for Batman's character. We're talking about a man who has faced death numerous times and faced other people's death as well to say that he doesn't cope very well shows really a very deep lack of understanding of batman's character and there is a lot of really bad artwork as well bob hall particularly can't draw faces they're all very long very thin and look like they've been squashed into one of those buckets that a child gets at the seaside it's quite a disturbing look and a it's a really, really bad artwork, and that really lets down that issue completely. The problem ultimately is that the stories aren't that great at all. There's nothing that I would take away from this and go, that's a definitive Batman story, or that's a brilliant Batman story. And maybe it's because they're self-contained issues, which is in itself quite a good concept. It's nice to have a look at the after effects of what is, by all accounts, a massive earthquake. But the problem is that they don't really hold up, and after a few issues, they get very, very boring very, very quickly. And I did have this problem with Cataclysm before, in that I think ultimately these stories could really be told in a couple of issues. We could just have one or two issues, rather than four that we've got. Ultimately, they're pretty unfulfilling. Half of them don't fulfil what they promise. Batman looking for hope finds none, which suggests that Whilst he went out looking for hope, he didn't find any, and therefore his ultimately futile and should have some kind of breakdown. And ultimately, they're just very disappointing. I wouldn't particularly want to pick these up if I didn't have to read them, and I don't think I would. This doesn't feel like it's any interconnected storyline, or there's anything really meaningful going on. It just feels like they felt the need to carry it on, and that could have worked. But if they told other storylines based around the wreckage of Gotham, if the villains were still doing what the villains were doing. But we saw a damaged Gotham, one that had been wrecked and damaged, and that we kind of knew was suffering from the effects of the aftershocks and from the earthquake itself, but was continuing to tell storylines that were really a bit more meaningful than this, ultimately. And I think that's probably why I'm going to mark it down and only give it two out of five Batarangs. I think there's a great concept here, and that really does show. And I think that there's some great artwork. But the problem is, is that the stories themselves are boring. And it's ultimately let down by Doug Monash's writing, which isn't very good and doesn't really show any understanding of Batman, in my opinion. Now, maybe you feel differently about it. Maybe you think I'm completely wrong and want to tell me so. And if you do, please feel free to comment on the podcast in the feed itself on the website, which can be found at www.thebatmanuniverse.net. Or alternatively, you can leave a comment in the comic cast feed as well, and I will read them there also. And you can also leave a review on iTunes if you so wish. So next week, we will be looking at more Batman Aftershock, but this time in Detective Comics 722, 724, 75 and 726. So go out, pick those up, read them for next time and join in the debate and let me know what you think of those issues. And I'll try and read out some of your comments on the next podcast. So I've been John, your host. And thank you once again for listening. And now I'll hand you back over to Dustin and the guys.